You're listening to the Morning Sports Desk on this Tuesday. We got Corey joining us. Hey, good morning. How are you? You know, doing uh, doing pretty good. I have exciting news today, CJ. All right. It's very exciting. It's very exciting news today. It is my 11-year Twitterversary. Your 11-year Twitterversary. I've wow. I've been on Twitter for 11 years. You know, it's they say Twitter... They say Twitter anniversaries just don't get as high as they used to, and you're just a testament to dedication and hard work. Yeah, honestly, it feels really good to be here. It's a it's a day I never saw coming in my entire life, especially 12 years ago. I could have never expected that, um, you know, this is where I would be. Mm-hmm. But I do just want to take a quick moment to just kind of rededicate myself to Twitter. Yeah, so you, I, I want to publicly just... Get this off my chest here. You're, you're renewing your Twitter vows. I'm renewing my Twitter vows on my 11-year Twitterversary. Um, I promise to uh, rededicate myself to tweeting out everyday mundane things, like when I have to go to the bathroom. Well, I mean, of course. I promise to continue to tweet my political opinion, either screaming at people I don't agree with or scream with people I do agree with for validation only but with no real goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. I promise to give my hot sports takes like I did any investigation into the fact, despite the fact that I only follow people who actually have the info. So I'll make my call even though I don't do actually any of the work. Yeah. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I promise to continue to make jokes that are either entirely inappropriate or so corny that most of my family would actually prefer I just made the inappropriate one instead. I also, as uh, as an as a, a tangent on that one or an addendum to that one, I'm also only going to be the only person who laughs at that joke because they're really not that funny. I mean, when you read them out loud like that, I think it makes everybody who has a Twitter account of their own, maybe even unorthodox, maybe even a Facebook account, maybe it makes people look at those, and I think a tear goes down their eye. I think they it, it makes them want to renew their vows as well and strengthen the relationship they have with their accounts. I feel really good about it. Is there anything I'm missing? I think it covers most of it, correct? I think you missed having a very... Uh, I think you missed having a, like you said, uh, tweeting out loud statements, but you forgot to have a typo in there. Oh, that's right. All, or having posts with weirdly, with weird words in the tweet in all caps. I forgot one thing. Yeah. I promise to continually update my bio to say things like father, husband, like I need marital status. I need parental status. I need work status. Uh, I need religious affiliation, and I think that's it. Yeah. I promise to update my Twitter bio to those things. Right now it says I'm a professional athlete model singer. <laughs> I mean, you Happy know, anniversary to me. If it's up on Twitter, it's got to be true. I heard that on Twitter somewhere. Yes. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, there you go. I think that those kind of commitments are big. So you gotta, you you gotta respect them. So congratulations to you. And hopefully if a listener sees you, uh, out in the street this week, that they, that they give you a big congratulations as well. Yeah. Buy me a present or something, please. (laughs) Uh, they'll, uh, they'll buy you Bitcoin, I think. That, you know what? Fine. Great. I'd rather someone else buy it for me than me buy it myself. (laughs) How about an NFT? 
You ever heard of those things? Yes. Yes. Those For those of you who don't know, somebody's trying to sell you a picture on the internet. Don't do it. That's my free advice. Don't do that. No, no, no. Buy, go to the actual artist who took the picture and and buy it from them. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't buy something on the internet that you can screen grab for free. Yeah. Right click, save as. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to stop your favorite athlete from doing it, though. Are we promoting stealing? No. Are we promoting breaking one of the commandments right now? No. Well, it depends. Do you, have you ever uh, have you ever used LimeWire? <laughs> no comment. You ever used one, two, three movies? No comment, CJ. Shut up and move on. <laughs> the FBI told you piracy was a crime, Corey. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a woman's purse, would you? You wouldn't. That is true. You wouldn't steal a cell phone. And that that's all true. This very good points, boy. The FBI, are, you know what? The FBI really does know what they're talking about. You know. Anyway, uh, important stuff tonight. Uh, big basketball game tonight in Section 6A. Huge basketball game, a uh, subsection championship, New York Mills and Henning. Are you looking forward to it? This is going to be good, I think. Now, I, I'm going to give a couple stipulations. One, Henning took him to overtime in the first game. That was in Henning. Yep. Mills won by two. Then they played in Mills, I think maybe a month or so ago. I think it was right before the Super Bowl sometime in there. Uh, Mills took care of business against Henning. They beat him a little more easily. Uh, but both teams are well coached. Both teams are very talented. Uh, it's going to be a good game. And by the way, if Mills plays like they did in the first, ha- that first nine minutes of game time against Battle Lake, had good luck finding some teams to beat them. They, when they're on their game, they played really well. They created a lot of pressure, got a lot of turnovers, and they're a team that shoots a lot down. They don't shoot a lot from the perimeter. They don't shoot a lot from beyond the arc, but they made about four threes in the first half, which meant that everything was working for them that night. So uh, if they play that well, there's not a lot of teams that can beat them, but Henning's a, a team that's scrappy, and they got, again, both teams are well coached. They're I, It's anybody's game, but we'll just see what happens. These are, by my estimation now, tonight and Friday night are the two best games of the entire season, state tournament games included. There's more on the line. There's more on the line, but also they're just, they're the most competitive games you can find in the state. Like, for example, if one of these teams makes the state tournament, Whatever is happening in Section 6 is totally irrelevant to what's happening in Section 4. Yeah. Or Section 1. And when those two teams meet up in a state quarterfinal game, uh, th- there's just no point of reference for either of those teams against each other, right? Mm-hmm. But everyone has known all year long that I'll, I'll use New York Mills as the example because they're the top seed in the subsection. And I think the top seed in the entire section, right? They would be, I think they're rated the highest in the whole section. Everyone has known about this New York Mills team, and that's like the level of excellence that teams have needed to play to throughout the entire season. So that's where, that's the expectation for everyone else to get to, which means that's the level we're going to play at now in this game and on Friday night in particular. I think that's really, really cool. They are the most competitive, the loudest. They're in appropriately sized gyms and arenas and things like that. They're just the best. I love these games, and I'm uh, I'm jealous of you that you're going to get to go see them. It's going to be a good game, and it just guarantees that we're going to have one local team be a game away from the state tournament, which is also fun. 7 o'clock tip-off tonight. 
Um, we have it scheduled for about a 6.45 pregame. Things will likely go a little bit earlier tonight. Just for you Eagles and Hornets fans uh, out there in the world, just be ready to roll. We've got, uh, you know, there's there's just a lot of stuff to talk about. So be prepared for CJ to hop on the air probably and maybe even closer to 6.30 than 6.45. And the best news is they don't even have to turn the dial. It's right here on KWAD. You're already listening to it. Just keep it here. All day. Until 6.30 tonight. Do not turn it down. Don't turn it off. Don't do anything. <laughs> uh, there's one other thing I want to point out that happened yesterday in the sporting world, by yes. the way. Town shoots it again. Sixty points, six zero for Carl Anthony Towns last night. I watched his second half. That third quarter, he could do no wrong. Thirty-two points in the third quarter. He didn't even realize it. Allegedly, he said in in the post game interview, they asked him. Bally asked him. They're like, "You had thirty-two points in the third quarter." And he had to like stop mid question. He's like, "I had thirty-two points in the third quarter." I mean, how do you keep track of it? You score so many. At some point, you'd be like, score 32 over the whole game, which is something I never did. Score 32 points in general, something I never did. Like, how are you going to keep, how are you going to keep track of 32 points in a quarter? Do people count in their head as they score in a game? I, I think it might not be counting in the head, but you feel like when you get to the, somebody hands you like the stats, you know, after the third quarter, they're like running those stat sheets. For coaches and stuff, yeah, you know the one where Jimmy Butler like infamously like crumpled up and like threw up in the air, right? But yeah, I don't know. Uh, they scored 149, but they needed all of it because they won by 10 points. Defense for the Wolves has gone away, but Carl Anthony Towns, one of the best players in the NBA, and hopefully nights like these prove to the national audience that Carl Anthony Towns is one of the best players in the game today. It won't happen because the NBA's casual fans are very. They're very set in their ways, I'll say, on certain players. Cat might be one of them, but he's one of the best players in the NBA, and you need to put some respect on his name. I think what's really important about that game is the Timberwolves are fighting for a six seed. They're good. They're like 40 and 30. Ten games above 500. So what's important to know here is there's a big milestone game for Cat. It's his personal high. It's a franchise high. It's the NBA high scoring total for the year so far. Um, it What it did is it let everyone know, and I think it finally put everyone on notice that the Timberwolves are real this year. Now, I mean, like, they're going to be a six seed, so they're, you know, they're real to the extent that they're a six seed, but I think a lot of people in the state and a lot of people nationally are like, man, it's the Timberwolves. But a 60-point performance puts it on the map, at least for this year's relevancy, which is which is really cool. It's an unbelievable stat line. 60 points is ridiculous. It's really good. Really, really good. And with with that, uh, I think the Wolves have led the league in points scored since the All-Star break. Like they, They've been a machine on offense. The defensive end has suffered, but yeah, I think right now they're a seven seed. I think uh Denver got a big win over Philadelphia last night yep. uh, to keep them at bay. So I don't know. It's going to be tough. The worst part is they're going to have, I think they're going to be a better team on paper than they were even a few years ago when they made the playoffs with Jimmy Butler. Like they're just a better overall team and they're going to be a seven seed, which is only one seed better than it was last year. Like, the disparity in the NBA is so crazy. The Wolves are a good team. 
and they're, they're going to be stuck at the seventh seed. It's the NBA is very top heavy, and it's insane. Like the it's wo- true. Wolves are a good team, and there's a chance they'll play probably the Clippers in the play-in tournament, something like that. And then there's a chance they have to go play Memphis, who actually I would the Wolves. Memphis playing, is legit, but the Wolves match up really well against them. That's so probably fair too. I would take them. There's another hilarious stat line from last night. Yeah, that I, I wanted to throw at you and to see if you can guess who it is. Okay. I think I got an idea. 19 minutes played. All right. Zero points. Zero rebounds. Zero assists. Zero steals. Zero other things. Zero everything, as a matter of fact. 19 minutes played. So let's play uh, another round, one name edition of Name That Player. Well, I saw the graphic, so I, I know this one. This one is... <laughs> This one's Malik Beasley. In a game where his team scored 149 points and Cat scored 60, Malik managed to play 19 minutes and put zeros into every single stat category except for minutes played. He's a starter, by the way. Isn't that incredible? Uh, you How know, does that happen? He's, you know, he's, I'm not even like ragging on the guy. It's like a miracle that that happened. You know, Malik Beasley is a special guy. I think there's, when he's on, he's shooting, he's the one of the best three point shooters in the NBA, but when he's off, he has games like this, but I'm going to stick with my guy Malik. I don't care where I'm at. If he's shooting, I'm pretty confident. I'm fine with that too. It's a miracle. It's as much of a miracle that he put that stat line together as it is the cat dropped 60. Yeah. Those are as weird of numbers that could possibly exist on opposite ends of the spectrum. Malik, well, there was that point where Malik Beasley was like in January, he was like, oh, for like whatever, or like he is a three point percentage, like 10%. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's making a franchise. But by the way, he still owns the franchise record for three pointers, which lets you know how bad the Wolves have been in that department. Shout out Wolves. They're going to the playoffs. Uh, like Anthony Edwards said, Wolves back. We the ones, Jack. <laughs> I love him. Uh, A1 from day one. All right, let's do this tomorrow. There's Corey. He'll read you your sports in just a little bit. This has been the morning sports desk for Tuesday, March 15th.